the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to hour number two of Real Presence Live, coming at you live from the New Life Thrift Store here on 3rd Avenue North in Fargo, North Dakota. A great, great place. I'm looking around where I see lots of, there's actually lots of people in here buying. I, I see games. I see books. I see clothes. I see lots of great, I see Brandon. I see Janelle. This is great. Yes, people are stopping by to say hi. And so we want to thank you. All right. So now, um, again, we can give away these two free tickets. Well, I guess maybe 10 free tickets. Saturday, August 3rd, the Champions Ride uh, to benefit the home on the range. And, of course, here to talk about this is Jolene Obergewich. Jolene, welcome to Real Presence well, Live. good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Well, I'm doing great. I'll tell you, just, we had just a fun, fun first hour, and we're really looking forward to kicking off the second hour with you. Uh, so the Home on the Range Rodeo, talk a little bit about how you got involved and, and what you do in, in this process. Um, I actually kind of got involved because my husband was a saddle bronc rider, ah. and we knew it was a kind of a great event to attend, just to watch. And then I was uh, fortunate enough to become employed by Home on the Range, got involved with helping, working out in the concessions. And here I am 20 years later, basically in charge of coordinating the entire event. Um, we work all year round uh, just to make this um, best, the best uh, saddle bronc match probably in the region. So. It's a it's a it's a real great thing, and and the reward is you know knowing what we're working for, and that's to help the kids here at home on the range. That sounds great. Uh, for those of some of our listeners, you know, obviously the listening areas far and wide, they might not know about home on the range. Tell us just a little bit about home on the range and who benefits. Sure. So Home on the Range is a therapeutic ranch for boys and girls ages 12 to 19, and they come to us with just many um, tra- trauma issues. And so while they're here, they can go to school. They um, We make sure that they have any therapy and treatment that they need. Uh, they have spiritual growth opportunities, and then also they can you know, have fun. And then a part of it is still the old father, Fonlander, um, 
philosophy of hard work and school, you know, helps make a, a successful child. And so we still believe that today. And the kids are here anywhere from six to nine months, but we are a nonprofit. And so we depend on donations and fundraisers to help pay for all those programs and services for the troubled kids. Great, and this is one great way that we do it. We're talking with Jolene Obergewich about the Champions Ride to benefit the home and the range. I should also let you know, the New Life Center store is now open. It opens at 10 a.m., so stop by, check out the great selection of items, and help support a great cause. Again, the New Life Thrift Store on 3rd Avenue North in Fargo, North Dakota. Well, Jolene, tell us a little bit about the, the, the genesis. The, how did this uh, Champions Ride start, This the, whole, the rodeo? You know, it, it has such a, a unique history. Um, it was back in 1957, and Father Fonlander was the executive director here, and he was getting so many boys referred to him that he needed to have a new dorm. And so um, he was trying to find ways to fundraise for this big dorm that at the time was going to cost a million dollars, and it was some local cowboys by the name of Teshers, and then also the Schnell family from Dickinson, and they had this uh, match of champions ride at Dickinson for a couple years, and they said, you know, why don't we move this to Sentinel Butte and have it as a fundraiser for Father Fonlander and Home on the Range? And so at that time, the Cowboys donated. Um, they got a, they cut a, a competition between themselves, and the Schnells donated a lot of items for the arena and doing the work, um, some of the stock, and they just had, you know, Cowboys from, from the North Dakota and all across the nation to come, and then people paid $2 admission, and, um, you know, history says they had like 5,000 people here, but the whole purpose was, you know, to get to raise money for Home on the Range, and then over the years, you know, we're celebrating 63 years, and that's still the purpose, is to raise money and awareness for Home on the Range, and so it has, you know, a history of uh, bareback riding, saddle bronc riding, barrel racing, um, whatever kind of seems to be, but it, it's a it's a full day, you know, event basically. You know, Jolene, one of the things that's always amazed me, I actually know someone, it's a neighbor of mine who, who's a bull rider actually, I mean, you might know him, his name's Cody Mache, but, okay. uh, you know, one of the things I have impressed by, I talked to him about going to these rodeos and he says, you know, he says there's usually that morning, there's morning devotions, morning prayer, he said it really is a community and when you talked about these people, you know, the Teshers and these shells, you know, that were giving and giving, it just really brings to mind how this seems to be a great community that really cares about people and really willing to give for a great cause. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, our, our committee is total volunteers. It has Brad Germanson, four-tied world champion. Um, a lot of the Teshers and Cowboys that have ridden here in the past are now on our committee, and they donate their time, their travel. We have staff and volunteers that donate their time, uh, sponsors that donate money towards the prize money, um, you know, and a lot of people that come out and help um, as far as making an event for, you know, singing before the rodeo. So it is. I mean, everybody's here just willing to help. I just got a call this morning from a couple Knights of Columbus that want to come out and help in the concessions because they want to give back. They want to do something to help Home in the Range and the rodeo be a success. That's exciting. We're talking with Jolene Obergewich about the Home on the Range and the Champions Ride. Now, you mentioned some of the, the alums that are coming back and on the board. Tell us maybe some of the current riders that we're going to see if people decide to go to the Champions Ride. Oh, we have an awesome um, list of cowboys. We are uh, PRCA sanctioned, so they're coming from the Professional Rodeo Association. But I looked through the list last week, and we have five past world champions. So we wow. have Ryder Wright, Jesse Wright, and then brother uh, Rusty Wright, who's not a past champion, but he is coming. But Spencer Wright, who is another past champion. 
and then uh, the 2018 world champion, Wade Sandell. And uh, he, he's probably one of the more famous ones because he's a pretty flashy saddle brock rider. But um, it's a whole list. We have nine of the top ten uh, cowboys that are in the world standings right now. And we'll have 30 of those cowboys, plus some of the North Dakota, South Dakota champions with, um, you know, Cole Elsher, Coburn Bradshaw, Dusty Hossauer, Ty Mankey. Um, yeah, you can see the whole lineup on our on our Facebook page, but it's, you know, and not just the Cowboys, but the, the Bronx. I think some people forget that, you know, a Cowboy wants a good Bronx, and we have um, horses and bucking Bronx that have actually been to the NFR and have received many awards at the NFR. So uh, it's a champion of Cowboys and Bronx. That's wonderful. Exactly. You have to have a, a, a good bronc. Well, it's, like, it's like you want a good bull. Who, who do you draw, right? Now, if, right. if I remember it, bull riding is eight seconds to stand. Tell us a little bit about saddle bronc riding. Saddle bronc riding is also eight seconds. Okay. Um, they call it the classic riding event because it was, you know, back in the 1800s, they would have a saddle and try to break these broncs. Um, the difference is uh, there's still a riding style. But um, these horses are bred to buck. Uh, the, the cowboys don't make them buck. Uh, it's not the, the the flank strap does not make these horses buck. You could turn them out with nobody on them, and they would still buck. But they are, you know, showy horses. They're um, one. They're a lot of fun for the crowd to watch. You're going to see anywhere from at 87 to probably 92 points. You'll see 32 cowboys buck out in the long go, and then only 12 are going to move up to the short go. And that's where we've had. Um, Cowboys that know a lot about bronc riding um, will say that short go of 12 riders is better than any show at the national finals because it's 12 of the very best cowboys, 12 of the very best horses, and unfortunately only one can be a champion. And again, though, I think, again, going back to my experience talking to uh, my neighbor, it seems like even at that level, that competition, one of the things I love, he says, and he said, I'm out there cheering my heart out for, you know, for whoever, even if they beat me, because I want to see someone just be at their best. Is that the sense you get there? Oh, absolutely. The, the Cowboys, they travel together. They help each other with, you know, getting their gear on. And they do, if, if they happen to get bucked off or miss their horse out, they're going to cheer for their friend because it is, it, although it's not a team sport, it's team and spirit because they're all uh, professionals and they all want to look good and help each other out. So, yes, absolutely. All right, we're talking with Jess, uh, Jolene. Oh, I don't know why I want to keep calling you Jessica. I apologize. Jolene <laughs> Obergewitch. I think I know a Jessica. Anyway, uh, I, I want to just uh, plug the uh, the ride again a little bit. We have free tickets. I think maybe about 10 left for this, okay. what you're hearing Jolene talk about, this this uh, uh, the Champions Ride, Home on the Range, uh, the, the Bronc matchup coming up on Saturday, August 3rd, courtesy of Home on the Range, features the best PRCA saddle bronc, bronc riders in the world. You just heard Jolene talk about them. We started with 20 tickets. We have no more than 10 right now, and here's how you get them. Call 877-795-0122, 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two. Let them know how many you want. Again, if you have a family that wants to go, go ahead. This is a family show, obviously, Jolene. We want to encourage yes. everyone to come out. Absolutely. Um, you know, you can get your tickets online at hotrnd.com or give us a call. And, and we always have tickets available at the gate. Um, our event starts at 1 o'clock Mountain Time. We'll be done about 3.30. And uh, bring a long chair because we've got lots of hillside seating. 
And uh, just to remind you that we are way in the beautiful western part of North Dakota, so just past Medora, but we have a, a beautiful hillside arena. Uh, there's not a bad seat anywhere, so we, we seat people on both sides, and it's, there's a lot of things going on. You know, it's, like you said, it's a family event, so we have music, we have special guests, we have uh, singers, and then, then, of course, the Cowboys itself. And the best thing is that at the end of the day, all the proceeds from the event come back to help the kids of North Dakota at home on the range. Oh, that, that, that's so great to hear. I've actually been out there once. It was, it was many, many years ago now, but I think that's great. Uh, for our listeners, Jolene, tell them again. You mentioned like concessions, so you know, concessions, uh, availability of some kind of restroom. C- can you kind of tell them some of the specifics there so they know what, they're, what, what to expect? Oh, sure. Like, say, we don't have money uh, bleachers to bring a lawn chair. We have concessions with burgers, hot dogs, pops, snow cones, popcorn. Uh, yeah, we'll have some restrooms available. Uh, the kitchen is available for those. Uh, we have handicap parking. If you need that, uh, just let our gate tickers know, our ticket takers know at the gate um, that you need special accommodations for that. And, you know, if you want to get on a bus and just bring a whole bus load out, we would love to have you. Uh, we have plenty of parking. Uh, the bus can park close, or we could, you know, reserve a little spot for you. Uh, I would bring some sunscreen and a hat because it is usually hot in August. Um, but if it stays like this, it should be a perfect day for it. So, um, again, you could get our tickets at uh, hotrnd.com if you aren't lucky enough to win one today. Uh, we have plenty available, and uh, we would love to see you. Last year we had about 1,700 people, and we're hoping we get about 2,000 this year. Wow, that that is great, Jolene. Maybe just we got about a, a couple minutes here to wrap up. I know that you have some experience here with Home on the Range. Maybe just a, another plug, or just let our listeners know again some of the great ways that this benefits our young people. Right. Uh, so one of the things, uh, some of the therapies that our kids partake in is uh, because we are an operating ranch, we have a lot of horses and cattle and dogs. And so we do that with the animal-assisted uh, therapy is what it's called. And so uh, that's where the kids actually do a lot of um, progress in their therapy because they're doing things that they don't realize is therapy. And a dog and a horse or a cow, even a cow is not going to judge you. You are what you are. And um, so we have the animal therapy, we have adventure therapy, because, again, we have these beautiful rolling hills, so people, the kids can go biking, hiking, um, camping, um, things like that. And so these are the little things when they realize, you know, we are blessed with all of this land and these wonderful things to help these kids, to bring them into a wholesome, wonderful, clean environment, and to help them heal, to get over their, their trouble and to know that they are loved and supported, and our staff are here for them, no matter what. And, you know, with the spiritual department, we, we see our kids, um, that's where they really blossom. We plant the seeds of healing, and then through our spiritual department, that it just grows and grows. And then we hear from them, you know, months later after they've left Home on the Range, how thankful they are that they were at Home on the Range, that they had that opportunity to look back to, to heal their hurts and to be loved and cared for by the people at home on the range. You know, Jolene, that just sounds like such a great thing. And, I, and I, that's animal-assisted therapy. I've, I've, I don't know a lot about it, but I've seen it. And I have actually have 
uh, a couple people I know who have gone through it, and it makes a huge difference. It's almost like some of these these young people are, are in this different world. Like you said, they're not judged. They, they don't realize they're getting therapy, but right. th- th- it's, it's really enriching their hearts, and, and they just love doing it. I remember this one person, they just love going back, I want to go back, and they, go, you know, and they yes. go back regularly. And right, so absolutely. And even something just as going to, you know, with a horse and just, you know, grooming them or petting a dog and grooming a dog is just so calming. And like say, I mean, it's just unconditional love from those animals. And then that child learns to transfer that love, you know, to the, to the adults and trust the adults. And that's where, that's where we see the, the uh, improvements in their lives. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Well, Jolene, we want to thank you for coming on and telling us about the Champions Ride. Thank you so much. We really appreciate thank you. it. All right. And we hope to see everyone here on August 3rd. That sounds great. Jolene Obergewitz, that's right, Saturday, August 3rd, the Champions Ride. Again, if you want tickets, call us at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Well, up next after the break, we're taking our 10-minute tour around the area with our local events. And later in the show, we'll hear one man's inspiring walk of faith during Inspired, Sharing Your Journey. This is Tim Moser. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Mosier, your host, coming at you live from the New Life Center Thrift Store here on 3rd Avenue North in Fargo. The place is a buzzing. We're open, ready for business. They've just had their grand reopening. Lots of lots of great uh, upgrades. Uh, Great staff here, too. Uh, we've had a, a wonderful time here. So please feel free to stop on by at 3rd Avenue North here in Fargo to the New Life Center Thrift Store. I see people shopping right now. And now, let's get ready for our 10-minute tour. That's right. It's a tour of local events in our area. And first up, we have Deacon Brian Bassa from St. Mary and St. Joseph in Sawyer, Minnesota, talking about the reopening of the Little Log Church. Welcome, Deacon. Well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about the grand reopening. I was went online and looked this. This this church has a great great history. Tell us about the history and the reopening. Well, I was it was opened in 1884, mm-hmm. and it withstood the Cloquet Fire of 1918. And uh, we are going to have a celebration as we restored this church, uh, and during the last four years, and um, we're going to have Bishop Paul Serber there to bless the old log church. And we're also going to have a priest from Washington, D.C. come out here, Father Sands. Wow. This will be on Sunday, September 8th at the 1030 Mass, which will be held in the new church. But there will be tours of the old log church after. And we will also be opening a time capsule that nobody knew about since I, when I started spearheading this project giving tours, a uh, family came and said that their father was the contractor of the new church, and this thing should have been opened in 1997, but now it's going to get open 50-some years later. And That's it's a- the time capsule of what the contractor and the members of the church put in uh, at Cornerstone. That's great. And I understand there's a, a shrine to St. Uh, Kateri Tekakwitha there, too. Is that right? Yes, there is a shrine, and we have the first-class relic of her uh, given to us by somebody again when we were giving tours of the old log church that this all came to be. Plus, all right. we got our bell back, the original bell, which was cast in 1886. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Sunday, September 8th, St. Yes, Mary and, and, and Joseph. I'd like to say something in presence of our history. We show the importance of faith, not just in the past, but in the future. God bless all of you. Thank you so much, Deacon Brian Bassa. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we want to let you know about the Pine Room Supper in Dickinson, North Dakota. St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Dickinson will be hosting a Pine Room Supper on Saturday, August 3rd, from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. in the Pine Room. Here's the menu. Cheesy chicken, ham, candied sweet potatoes, baby potatoes, cucumber salad, garden vegetable tray, homemade bread and dessert. I'm getting hungry just reading this, okay? So this is St. Joseph's Church in Dickinson, Saturday, August 3rd, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. in their Pine Room. They're going to have the Pine Room Supper. Again, the, the menu will be cheesy chicken, ham, candied sweet potatoes, baby potatoes, cucumber salad, garden salad, garden vegetable tray, and homemade bread and dessert. So adults are $10, ages 5 and under are free. Everyone is welcome. Again, adults and youth are $10, ages 5 and under are free. And everyone is welcome to the Pine Room Supper in Dickinson, North Dakota. Come and see Franciscan Sisters of Diligent in Hankinson, North Dakota. 
It's an opportunity for single women aged 16 to 26 to meet the sisters, pray, hear inspiring talks, search your heart, and listen to God. Take some time away from your busy life to have some time to discover what God is calling you to do. Weekend is scheduled for Thursday, August 1st through Saturday, August 3rd, and is located at the St. Francis Convent in Hankinson, North Dakota. For more information, feel free to email the sisters at ndfranciscan at yahoo.com or call 701-208-1245. Again, that's a come and see weekend, Thursday, August 1st through Saturday, August 3rd at the St. Francis Convent in Hankinson, North Dakota. For more information, call the sisters at 701-208-1245 or email ndfranciscan at yahoo.com. All right. Up next, we have a taste of the Continents fundraiser at our Cathedral of Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, North Dakota. Sorry, Rapid City, South Dakota. We have Dave on to talk about that. Hello, Dave. Good morning. Tell us about your uh, Table of the Continents fundraiser. Sounds exciting and delicious. Well, it, I think it is exciting because it's not the only one like it, like it that I'm aware of in Rapid City. We're going to have between 8 and 11 different countries represented with food, uh, with different ethnic groups. We're going to have a silent auction as well. And the proceeds are to help uh, Chisholm and Tobias. Tobias passed away May 5th of cancer. And uh, his, they just moved here in February. And he just learned before he came that he had cancer. Anyway, the proceeds are going to go to help pay the medical expenses and the funeral expenses that were incurred from from their move. So we're hoping that everyone will come out and enjoy a lot of different varieties of food. That sounds wonderful. Tell us again about some of the different foods and, and tastes you have there. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Uh, you have foods from Africa, Asia, Europe, and the Americas, oh. correct? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, uh, Native American. Uh, we'll have Native American, Filipino, uh, Nigerian, I possibly Ethiopian. Uh, let's see. There, there is uh, possibly Vietnamese. We're still waiting on that. And let's see. I said German, Polish, and let's see, uh, Spanish, uh, Mexican. So I think that's it. Those are the ones that come to my mind right now. Okay. So that's Sunday, July 28th from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Call Liz at 605-484-4220. Thank you so much, Dave. Yes, thank you very much. Have a good day. You're welcome. All right. We have the 2019 annual meeting in Rapid City. John, go ahead and talk to us about the Catholic Social Services. Morning, how are you? Uh, we're doing great here, John. We are having such a good time up here in Fargo. But tell us about your great event there coming up in Rapid City. Well, this is uh, about the 10th annual meeting we've held for the public. It will be on Sunday, August 11th from 12.30 to 2.30 at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center here in Rapid City. Our keynote speaker this year is uh, the Most Reverend Robert Carlson, Archbishop of uh, St. Louis. I think he also served at one time as Bishop of Sioux Falls. So we're anxious to hear him, and we're going to honor the Crazy Horse Memorial this year with what we call our Founders Award, which is our top award honoring our founder, Monsignor William O'Connell, who passed away a few years ago. And uh, we've been honoring individuals that uh, have emulated his uh, service 
to the public and the community here in Rapid City, an area during his time here, and um, we perpetuate that memory by honoring someone each year. Okay. And this year, uh, this year is uh, the Sid Crazy Horse Memorial. Tickets are available. They're $20 per person. Or you can save $5 and go online at www.cssrapidcity.com and place your order. Or you can call us directly at 605-348-6086. Well, that sounds like that sounds like a great event, John. Tell us the date again. The date for our event this year is Sunday, August 11th. And it's from 1230 to uh, 230. It's a luncheon meeting, and and, um, we'll start sharply and end sharply at those times at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center here in Rapid City. All right. You can call Catholic Social Services at 605-348-6086. Thanks so much for being with us, John. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Well, that wraps up our 10-minute tour. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature it. Well, coming up next, John Oderman, a guy I know, by the way, will be with us to guide us in his walk of faith during Inspired, Sharing Your Journey. And later, we will go deeper into the mission of Men of the Cross with Deacons John Bredemeyer and Bruce Dahl of the Diocese of Fargo. This is Tim Mosier listening to Real Presence Live. Stay there. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. 
And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Mosier, your host. We'll get to our inspired interview in just a second. I want to remind you about two things that we're broadcasting live from the New Life Center Thrift Store here at 3rd Avenue North in Fargo, North Dakota. And people here shopping, people here doing a bunch of things, and we want to thank the New Life Center for having us here on location. Also, we're giving away tickets to the Home on the Range Champions Ride August 3rd to benefit Home on the Range. We have started with 20. We have just six remaining. If you want to get them, you call 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. And we will get you hooked up with these free tickets. All right. We'd like to welcome to the show John Oderman for our inspired segment. John, welcome to the show. Tim, good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Say, John, I, do I remember having you in class a few years ago at Concordia? Absolutely. It was one of my favorite classes at my, during my time at Concordia. Wonderful. And I remember you were one of the best students. So look at that. See, that's oh, thank awesome. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's great, John. We appreciate that. Um, just tell us a little bit about uh, your faith journey growing up, if you would, please. You know, I, I grew up in a in a family that uh, really took uh, our Catholic faith seriously. Um, I had uh, a great uncle and an uncle that are Catholic priests. Uh, my my great uncle John Oderman passed away uh, in, in 2010, but um, my uh, uncle Father Valerian is still uh, active. Uh, he lives at Assumption Abbey during the uh, um, summer and uh, in Richerton, and then he's at Mount Marty College in. Uh, uh, during the school year, so uh, had a, had a really great opportunity to, to be exposed to um, the human side of the Catholic faith. Um, growing up, uh, we had monks from the Abbey coming out to our house all the time and things like that. But I think really the people that had the the largest impact on me and my Catholic journey uh, were my parents, Jim and Leona, and uh, they just really made a a point to. Uh, um, that it wasn't just something that was a, a sidebar to your life. It was something that, that you lived, and it should be something that you're, you're proud to um, exemplify at all times in your life. And, and I really have to give them the credit for um, me becoming the person that I am and me becoming the Catholic that I am. Wonderful. That's great, John. So let's move forward. So high school, now college, you come to Concordia, you, you pursue a degree, uh, you're playing football. Tell us about the college. Was there ever a time when you experienced some difficulties or some questioning in your faith? You know, from time to time, you know, that, that really happened uh, more uh, after college than it okay. did um, uh, during college. But, you know, it was, it was interesting to, uh, I went to um, Catholic high school, Catholic elementary school, uh, K through 12 at uh, Trinity Catholic Schools in Dickinson, North Dakota, and um, then went off to the, the, the Lutheran College of Concordia. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that really actually did a lot for me from a faith standpoint, because there's uh, required religious um, education classes that you take at Concordia, and it really puts you in a position where, um, in some situations, where you have to kind of defend your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that made me a stronger Catholic, because I had to um, I had to defend my faith, I had to represent my faith in a, in a positive manner. Um, and, you know, Concordia really does a great job of encouraging um, students to, to live their faith and things like that. And, and whether you're Catholic or Lutheran, I think they, they do a good job of uh, encouraging that faith journey. But um, 
at Concordia, yeah. Um, I, I think I grew grew as a Catholic, but really um, the struggles that I ran into were, you know, about three, four years after college. Um, my oldest brother, Mike, died in a hunting accident down in Omaha, Nebraska. And that really was a real formative time in my life because it was a formative time for, I think, for my family, but me specifically because um, it really challenged my faith. And, and, and I was angry for a, a while. Um, but now I look back on that and, and you know, you don't want to say it was, a, it was a gift, but it really gives you valuable perspective when you lose somebody that's close to you. And uh, I, I think that's really formed me into the person that I am today. And I, I don't think I'd be doing the job that I am today, um, whether that be as a, a head football coach, um, but more importantly, as a manager of mission at a, a hospital uh, overseeing the spiritual care department uh, without that experience. We're talking with John Oderman here on Expired. By the way, we gave away four more tickets, so we only have two tickets remaining for the Champions Ride. Only two tickets remaining. Call and get them fast. But back to John. You know, John, a, a couple things. Uh, I, I read about that, that, that your job sounds amazing. Let's talk about that quickly, the, the manager of mission whatever for CHI, helping people spiritually, helping people that are going through tough times, maybe sitting there physically and holding their hand and talking to them. Tell us, a, use a minute to talk about that. You know, ha- had I known that jobs like this existed when I graduated from high school, it might be something that I had pursued out out of high school. But uh, it's a great opportunity for for people uh, mission work and um, spiritual care work in the healthcare um, uh, field. And um, one of the, the the biggest thing that I do is oversee the spiritual care department. And you ask people, hey, have you even people that work in healthcare? Hey, do you know what spiritual care is? And a lot of them will not answer, raise their hands or uh, answer in the affirmative. They, they, they're just, they're focused in on, you know, resetting that bone or, or stitching up that wound, doing those things that heal the physical. And the thing that we really need to um, take into account when we're talking about holistic care and putting the patient first is looking at it from a, a, a holistic, uh, you know, mind, body, soul type of uh, approach like you know I, I talk about that all the time because it's uh it's been drilled into my head being uh an employee at the Dickinson Catholic Schools for the last several years before I took on this job that's our mission statement and that mind body soul um the that resetting that bone or stitching up that wound might be the that that might be the easiest part of it that traumatic event that led to that bone being broken or that cut um, that needs to be dealt with, and sometimes that's a much longer road to recovery than that uh, the physical healing. Uh, so we have to be prepared to um, heal that person from a mental and a spiritual standpoint as well. So true. Talk with John Oderman. John, just a minute or two left here. Why don't you let's transition to your other job, which you know is the same philosophy. Uh, head coach at Dickinson uh, Trinity football didn't win a game your first season. Tell us how that shaped you, and and something about your Titan Challenge too. I read through it. Ten great points. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, uh, didn't win a, a game our first season, but we've won quite a few since then. I actually just uh, I, I dug we, we dug a pretty good hole for myself that first year, but we're past that 500 mark for my career now. So that was something that I was able to. Well, those seniors this last year were able to give as a gift for me. But I think uh, I think the reason that we've been able to to get the buy-in from the kids is that. Uh, and from the parents, especially because you need the parents to support you as as a coach. And um, I think the big thing is is that we really focus on it's not just about football; it's about forming those uh, young men as 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 good young men, good fathers, uh, good uh, good husbands, but uh, really importantly, good young Catholic Christian men. And 
um, when I when I got the job as the head football coach, I really wanted to, to focus on how hey, this isn't j- football isn't just about football. At least it shouldn't be. And I I looked at uh, I had a, an assistant coach, um, uh, Coach Coulter, who um, kind of handed me this from he, he he had worked at some he had coached at some of those uh, you know um, De La Salle in California and things like that, and brought some of this. It was called the Renaissance Challenge, but I, I took it and made it our own, and we called it the Titan Challenge. And it's and it's really kind of the the Ten Commandments of uh, Trinity Football. It talks about putting your faith first, respecting your parents, uh, respecting the opposite sex with the respect that's due to them. Uh, just kind of goes through and uh, makes the Ten Commandments our own, and uh, it's something I think the kids have really gravitated to, and they really appreciate because kids crave structure and if we can give it in a catholic context i think they really appreciate that oh that's so true talking with john oderman about his life his inspired life and and now his two jobs especially the one we're focusing on here today is at the the dickinson trinity titans head football coach you know another one of these things i love here it says number six speak the truth even if it means that you must face the consequences of your actions boy it's so easy just to to slide the truth, to tell half-truth. Tell us about that number six of your Ten Commandments that are the Titan Challenge. And we've had situations like that where, you know, I've caught a kid doing something and I've just had to look look him square in the eye and say, hey, um, sometimes in life we've got to take our medicine and uh, uh, deal with the consequence of our actions. And uh, they've, you know, really manned up and and spoken the truth and and dealt with the consequences and i think that's something that we all need to do and appreciate in our in our daily life is um you know tell the truth or in the very least don't lie is a great quote from uh dr jordan peterson that i i really appreciate is um sometimes uh sometimes we really struggle with um telling the truth even to ourselves and if, if we can be truthful in our actions and what we say um, it makes life so much easier. Wow. John, it sounds like a great, great philosophy and program you have going there. We want to thank you for your witness as a person and your witness working both those jobs. And, of course, you're a husband and father as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. All right, that's John Oderman, head football coach of Dickinson Trinity Titans. Thank you so much for being with us. Coming up, you won't want to miss how God is calling a group of men to grow deeper in their faith. Stay tuned. This is Tim Mosier listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. 
Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back, everyone. This is Real Presence Live, coming at you live from 3rd Avenue North in Fargo, North Dakota, the New Life Center thrift store right across the street from the New Life Center. Thanks again to the New Life Center for having us in on Real Presence Live. I'd like to thank John Olderman for sharing his inspirational story. Kind of caught up with him. I taught him in the early 2000s. A great guy, takes his Catholic faith seriously and is passing that on in his vocation and his occupation as well. So thank you so much, John, for doing that. He must increase, I must decrease. We have two deacons here to talk about a great way for men to deepen their faith. Deacon John and Deacon Bruce, welcome to the program. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you for Thank you us. so much. You betcha. We appreciate that. So... Deacon Bruce, this is Men of the Cross. I, I've, I'll be honest, I've heard the stories. I've, I've never actually attended. I apologize. But you have a lot of guys kind of following this Men of the Cross. Tell us about Men of the Cross and, and how it's going. Well, it's going good. Uh, it's been spreading over the last three years to close to 4,000 men now wow. in, in multiple states and uh, throughout the diocese in, in multiple, multiple parishes. Uh, uh, Deacon John Bredemeyer always wore a crucifix altar in formation, and it got me thinking that really was a nice thing to do, but I never did it. I was a little reluctant to do it, but then when I was ordained in 2015, Deacon Ken Vadova from Jamestown gave me a St. Benedict crucifix for our ordination gift, and I thought, I'm, gonna, I sh- I'm a deacon now, and I got this gift, maybe I should wear it. But I was reluctant to. I, was, didn't know, I wasn't used to wearing things like that, and I didn't know how, how it would be. I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit that I was a little afraid of how people would respond but I started to wear it and after six months I noticed three things first thing I noticed was I was more aware of Christ's presence during the day I prayed more during the day second thing it made me aware of my behavior because I realized that when I'm out in public people would readily identify me as a Christian so I should act like one and uh, the third thing it did it opened the door to share Christ with other people because when I have that crucifix on people can see that I'm not embarrassed to admit I'm a Christian and people would come up to me and ask me to pray for a family member that's sick or or to thank me for not being embarrassed to admit that I was a Christian in public so I thought you know after six months these things really affected me and then I was at a dinner at um, the cathedral and Janelle Shanlack from Real Presence Radio was sitting next to me and she said Deacon what do you do when people say they like your crucifix and I said, well, I tell him thank you. And she said, no, Deacon, that's not what you do. I said, okay, Janelle, what do I do? She said, you take the crucifix off and you give it to him. And I thought, wow, I didn't tell her that, but I thought that seemed a little radical, and I, did, I was kind of getting used to the crucifix myself. I didn't really want to give it away. So I went and bought one and carried it with me. And when someone came up to me and, and said they liked it, I gave it to him and shared that story. And these uh, people started wearing it more and they've been carrying it around and sharing with others and before you know it that it just started to spread wow that's amazing deacon bruce doll thanks for that so deacon john uh deacon bruce touched on a little bit it's not just a local group is it there's more 
Uh, yeah, there's actually several people. I have about 50 of these down in Florida, about 50 in Minneapolis, uh, several in small towns around Minnesota and North Dakota that come and want crucifixes from us. And I think they kind of spread that way because we have snowbirds that live up here. Oh, sure. Yeah, and they end yeah. up in, uh, in Phoenix and Alaska. We have them up there as well, and Phoenix, and so all over the place, and they bring the ministry with them. Mm-hmm. And the thing about wearing this cross is that people just don't see it as a piece of jewelry. They actually grab it and look at it and say, wow, what is that thing? You know, that's, I just love your cross, even people that aren't Catholic. I was getting off a plane one time, and when you're leaving the plane, you know how fast you have to get off, you have to keep moving? Exactly. Yeah, well, the stewardess at the door actually stopped me and grabbed my cross and says, boy, is that ever beautiful. I'd sure like to have one of those. I couldn't give it to her. I was moving too fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Come on, keep it moving. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, how th- that's how it spreads. Okay. That people just see it. Sure. You know, it's not like wearing a necklace. I like to right. have a necklace. That's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. But to see a man wear a cross like this and, and actually stop him and tell him how beautiful it is and, that, and proud of that, that he's actually wearing that yeah, cross. Yeah, exactly. Deacon Bruce, t- tell us about how, how did this idea come to you about the, the men of the cross? Well, uh, I can't take credit for it. I, like I said, I just started wearing it. Janelle made a comment about maybe you, you should sh- uh, give one to someone if they like it. And the Lord took it from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a group of maybe 15 men at Nativity after daily Mass one day. And we're standing around, and Father Reese Weber was there. And he said, well, uh, you got quite a few guys now wear these crosses. You should have a name for yourself. And uh, I, I said, well, what do you recommend? And he, then he thought for a while. He said, I think Men of the Cross would be a good name. So and all the guys liked that idea, and then we call ourselves the Men of the Cross. And about that time, Deacon John, I shared the idea with, talked to him about it, and he has been very helpful f- to me to uh, come up with ideas on how to uh, continue the ministry. And uh, we had other deacons, Deacon Clarence Vetter, and it's been spreading the, the min- ministry in the Arizona area. And, and Dr., uh, Deacon Ken Vadova and uh, Frank Redland in the Jamestown area have been doing a great job to promote it there. Great. We're talking with Deacon Bruce Dahl and Deacon John Bredemeyer about Men of the Cross. So, John, we hear people talking about Men of the Cross and wearing the cross, but what does it mean? Are there any other expectations and things that we hold ourselves to as Men of the Cross? Well, yes, we do. I think when we, when we wear this cross, it says who we are mm-hmm. and that we have the responsibility that Christ has given us to be Him. Mm-hmm. And so it shows that we are a, a Man of the Cross, that we are Christ, and that we live Christ in our hearts by realizing that He is with us. For instance, if we go up into a grocery store and we're being checked out and the checkout lady's really crabby to us, well, if we're crabby back to her, she's going to look at that cross and she's going to say, well, that's how those Catholics are. They're just crabby all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just makes us allow to, to, to really think about other people as well that, well, what kind of a problem is she having today or he having today that they're crabby? You know, we, so we can, it's just, those are flags that we can actually go out and help those people in, in their daily life. Yeah, I think that's great because you guys bring up a good point there that the whole hypocritical thing, not that we're perfect, but uh, you mentioned earlier, Deacon Bruce, that wearing that cross makes you more aware, makes you pray more. I mean, of, of your actions, of how you're living. Are you living like Christ? And that coherent witness of wearing the cross and acting like Christ can be very powerful, I would think. Oh, yeah, definitely it is, yeah. And especially seeing a man wearing a cross mm-hmm. that's almost three inches long. Mm-hmm. And beautiful and sparkly, you know, basically. But it's, you can see it's not a woman's cross, although yeah. we do have women that wear them, too. Yeah. I'm going to ask about the women in just a second, but when you talked about beautiful, I mean, you two guys are beautiful even without the oh. cross, but even more beautiful <laughs> with the cross. But, but Deacon, we say men of the cross, and, and Deacon John just talked about women. Uh, can women get involved in this in some way? Okay, I just want to backtrack on one little sure. quick thing. Um, 
One of the biggest uh, reluctances we have on uh, men wanting to do it is they say they're not whole enough. They okay. think, or they're worried that they'll be prideful by wearing it. Mm-hmm. But we wear the cross not because we think we're saints. We wear it because we know we're sinners. Wonderful. And we know that, uh, that Christ died for us and reminds us of that. I, I think that's great. That's a great point. Like the sin, it's, it's not a place for saints, right? It's, it's, a, it's a hospital for sinners, right? And right. Always, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a good witness to say that we are trying by the grace of God to respond to the grace of right. God, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. But anyway, um, when I, I know in deacon formation, for instance, at least in the Diocese of Fargo, your wives and women are, are a big part of that. So are women involved in any way in the men of the cross? Um, well, we get asked about that. Why aren't women in it? Well, it's normal for a woman to wear a crucifix or something around their neck, and it, and that's great. God loves that, and I'm not trying to put that down at all. But it's somewhat abnormal culturally to see a man wear a cross. Yep. Yep. And uh, we just want to have it be a unique thing for, for men, but we're not opposed to women wearing a cross. However, the group is, is, is the men of the cross, sure. and uh, not because we're trying to be... Uh, exclusive or anything but it's just that uh it's a bigger cross and it's probably a bigger cross than most women would, would feel comfortable sure. wearing no that, that makes sense so deacon john let's say some men are sitting out there thinking you know these guys sound way cool and i like this whole men of the cross idea what can i do how can i join how can i get more information yeah well for one thing if they see a man wearing the cross then they can go up and ask him are you a man of the cross and, and they may, might even give you one. And they might even give you one. Yeah. I mean, we, I got one in my pocket right here if you need one. I don't know if you have one, Tim. I don't. Well, thank you, you very much. Yeah. So you can, I didn't bring one for you here, but I think we have one right over here for <laughs> you as that. well. Look at that. See, look. Yeah. Uh, see, they're ready. They're prepared. So okay. everybody has one. And uh, so that's kind of how it can work. Or they can contact uh, Nativity here in Fargo, St. Michael's in Grand Forks, uh, Basilica in Jamestown. And, uh, or they can contact, I think, your radio station or whatever, the diocese, that they can get, get a hold of us, and we'll make sure they get across. Okay, okay, that yeah. sounds good. So are there any formal meetings that guys need to go to, any, any guys that meet regularly as far as this goes? Can we talk about that for a minute? Uh, in, in the Fargo area, we meet five times a year. Okay. Uh, and we start out with a half hour of adoration mm-hmm. and then a one hour meeting. Usually at that meeting, it's guys standing, uh, sharing a, maybe a five to ten minute testimony on how wearing the cross has helped them. And it's been some really powerful stories. Oh, uh, Deacon John has had meetings in Grand Forks, and uh, Jamestown, I believe, is starting to have meetings, and it's starting to... We encourage that to, to have meetings periodically just to get together to uh, support each other and that, but it's not necessary. You don't have to go to meetings to be a man on the cross. And I think that's wonderful. I mean, in, in some ways, that's great because... You know, some guys think I don't need one more thing to do. It isn't one more thing to do. Wear the cross, pray it, try to live it, be strengthened and inspired by others. You know. Yeah, I think what happens is that guys see this cross and think, well, ooh, I just, I just don't think I can wear that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not the recommendation that they wear it that they have to wear it when we give it to them. We tell them wear it as Jesus tells you. Mm-hmm. If that means leaving it on your dresser at night or putting it in a drawer for a while or months or whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If he says, well, why don't you wear it to church on Sunday or wear it under your shirt? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys just wear them under their shirt. Sure. So whatever Jesus tells you to wear it, it's not a requirement to wear it on your neck outward all the time. But I think as you see people walk up to you and say, what a beautiful cross that is, you're going to want to wear it also so people can see it. Mm-hmm. So it's a John 2, 5, do whatever he, he tells does. you. Do yeah. whatever he tells you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, if, uh, if people want more information, how, how, can they, how can they contact you or what, what can they do if they want more information on Men of the Cross? Well, um, there's a number of ways they could uh, they could stop by either like Nativity Church and get a, a crucifix and information on it, 
St. Michael's Church, the Basilica in Jamestown. They could get on, uh, email me or Deacon John, and our email address would be on the Fargo Diocese, Fargo Diocese website. website. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, or they could call an office at Nativity uh, or uh, St. Michael's or the Basilica and ask to maybe uh, uh, to talk to one of the deacons about it, or uh, Deacon uh, Vodavan, Jamestown, or uh, Deacon John Grand Forks, or myself in Fargo. Okay. That sounds wonderful. What's the width? Give the listeners one thing it's done for your life, John, to be a man of the cross. What would you say? Uh, it's brought me closer to Christ because Christ is coming through me to the other people. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's doing it without even me thinking about it because it's on me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to speak to people. I don't have to say anything to them. It's a visual thing, and they see the beauty of it. I think people need beauty in their lives. And they look at something that's beautiful, and they say, wow, that's beautiful. You know, it's, it's not ugly. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that people see this because they see Christ as the crucifix. They see the corpus on there mm-hmm. and realize that Christ is for them. So that's the beautiful thing that's come through me is that Christ can work through me through this cross to help people in their journey. Amen. Deacon Dahl? I think the thing that really has helped me wearing this crucifix is being aware of God's presence. I guess I think one of the greatest books on prayer ever written was by Brother Lawrence, Practice the Presence of God. His secret was just always remember God is right by your side all day. Enter into discussion, dialogue with him all day. And by wearing that, it reminds me to, to enter in more of a dialogue throughout the day with Jesus. That sounds great. Deacon Bruce Dahl, Deacon John Bredemeyer, thank you so much for being with us and talking about men. Yeah, our pleasure. God bless yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, thank God you. bless you and thank God you. God bless you. A couple quick things. The tickets are all gone now for the Champions Ride. All right, and again, this afternoon, the Real Presence Radio team will be here at the New Life Center Thrift Store to help out as well. Come join us this afternoon. Aaron, what's coming up on our next Real Presence Live? Absolutely. We've got Heather and Dr. Chris Bergwald coming to you from the banquet in Sioux Falls. We're going to be talking with one of the guests at the banquet about the banquet and talking about food for the body and food for the soul. We'll have Father Tyler Madsen talking about, or during our straight talk. We'll also have Dave Elk here to talk about the summit coming up. We'll have the 10 minute tour. Dr. Edward Shree is gonna talk about his presentation coming up and coming up at Thirst. And Emily Leadham is gonna be talking about chastity and marriage. That's a thing. All wow. this here on Real Presence Live, Tim. That sounds amazing, Aaron. Thanks again so much for this. That's great. Yeah, you know, chastity and marriage, I like that because uh, some people think it's just the outlet, but no, we're called to be chaste. And of course, as we know, John Paul II has said, man can't commit adultery with his own wife. So I'm sure that will probably be uh, brought up as well. Um, So again, we want to thank you, uh, Real, uh, Real Presence Live, yes, the New Life Center, for allowing us to be here and to to, uh, broadcast live here at the Real Presence Live, excuse me, at, at the studio here is Aaron Breen. We want to thank you, Aaron, for everything you do. Brandon was here right beside me, making sure everything ran smoothly, and it was just great. So we want to thank you very much. And until next time, this is Tim Moser saying, pray always without ceasing, because God loves you. This, this is Real Presence Live. We thank you so much, and God bless you.
This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.